0: Welcome to the Mastivize Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. Today is June 6th. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. Today we'll talk about a class one recall at Abiomed, Novo Nordisk's desire to acquire a majority stake in Biocorp, and the latest FDA clearances from Sparrow Bioacoustics, GE Healthcare, and Massimo. First, I'm welcoming Sean back from his well-deserved vacation in Ireland. It's great to have you back. How are you doing? Well, oh, thanks.
1: It's great to be back. I'm I'm doing very well, uh, considering the time change and everything, and just you know getting back in the swing of things. But it, it'll it'll get there.
0: You were in one of the largest medtech hubs in the world. Did <laughs> you see anything cool?
1: Yeah, I was mentioning earlier that uh, we drove by, we were driving through, I believe it was Longford, Ireland, a town that I have no affiliation to or any other knowledge of, but I saw out of the corner of my eye, a big Abbott diagnostic facility. So I got very excited and everyone else in the car with me did not quite share the excitement, but I, I, I was thrilled to see it. So yeah, it was a, an example of some of the coverage we've done in in terms of MedTech's expansion to Ireland and all the growth that's happening over there.
0: Definitely. Sounds like it was exciting.
1: It sure was. But yeah, it's it's also good to be in the States.
0: <laughs> well, without further ado, let's just get into it. What's the first thing that we should know to start our day today?
1: First thing we should know is that Sparrow Bioacoustics won FDA clearance for its smartphone stethoscope. So we've seen a lot of normal day-to-day devices that we have turned into a range of health tools. And here's another, and it looks pretty interesting.
0: What does this company's stethoscope phone application do?
1: Well, the application uses advanced acoustic processing to provide clinicians with smartphones that have highly sensitive cardiac and pulmonary listening capabilities. It requires nothing to plug in, charge, or connect, and heart and lung sounds can be captured by holding a smartphone to a patient's chest without the need to attach any additional devices.
0: That's interesting. It sounds like it marks a significant advance in remote patient monitoring and telehealth. What kind of data has this system shown so far?
1: Sparrow Bioacoustics shared some info from trials that the company conducted at Eastern Health Medical Center in Newfoundland, saying that 70% of medical professionals rated the stethophone app as superior in diagnostic sound performance over other leading devices. So this is App uh, performed significantly higher in overall correct heart pathology diagnosis and correct normal heart diagnosis as well.
0: Interesting. What are executives at the company saying?
1: Well, the CEO at the company, and I apologize if I pronounce this wrong, but Mark Attila Opaski said that the company aims to enable large-scale rapid detection of cardiac and pulmonary symptoms wherever they occur. So... He had added that there's a world of diagnostic information contained in chest sounds and the healthcare system needs a practical way to capture this data and put it to work for the benefit of patients. So he believes that their app eliminates the main obstacles to doing that.
0: All right. What else do you have for us today?
1: The FDA cleared GE Healthcare's sonic DL tech that speeds up MRI. So another example of AI making its way into med tech. And again, we're seeing GE Healthcare making pretty big moves in the imaging space with this technology.
0: Definitely. And what is the sonic DL?
1: It's a state-of-the-art deep learning based technology designed to accelerate image acquisition in magnetic resonance imaging, or commonly known as MRI.
0: And what does it do?
1: Well, GE Healthcare believes that it could enable new imaging paradigms, including high quality cardiac MRI, using images from a single heartbeat. So the company says lengthy exam times limit the global adoption of cardiac MRI, and current methods are taking too long to capture the heart's contraction in real time, requiring several heartbeats and multiple breath holds to acquire the images. So GE Healthcare said sonic DL scans up to 12 times faster than conventional methods.
0: Sounds like a step forward in MRI efficiency and enabling healthcare providers to deliver timely and accurate diagnoses. What would this mean for healthcare and cardiac imaging?
1: Well, according to GE Healthcare, the advancement minimizes or removes the need for repetitive breath holds and it simplifies procedures. So theoretically, it could reduce MRI scan times by up to 83%, also enhancing productivity in radiology departments. GE Healthcare said says it streamlines workflows, alleviates backlogs, and reduces staff burden. So it, they believe it's a game changer in the field of cardiac imaging.
0: Interesting. Looks like we have some more monitoring news.
1: Yep. And another FDA clearance. So Massimo won FDA clearance for its wearable vital sign monitor. We've talked a lot about Massimo paving the way and patient monitoring technology and all kinds of different methods and avenues and, and we've got another addition to its offerings.
0: Definitely and what is this new vital sign monitor?
1: The Radius VSM as it's called, enables physicians to monitor a range of physiological measurements, including Massimo set pulse oximetry, non-invasive blood pressure, temperature, respiration rate, and ECG. How does it work? It's a modular wearable device that enables providers to equip any hospital bed with comprehensive monitoring so they can add or remove Measurement technologies to match each monitoring scenario, leading to more personalized care. It can operate as a self-contained device or connect wirelessly to Massimo's bedside monitors. It uses a multifunctional pod and a variety of modules and non-invasive sensors to alert clinicians to unsupervised patient movement and possible patient falls plus preventable pressure injuries. So it seems like it has a lot of applications within a pretty flexible environment.
0: It sounds like it offers convenience, mobility, and real-time data to empower patients to actively participate in healthcare management, but also give clinicians this ease of access to this data and whatnot. What is the company's CEO saying?
1: Massimo founder and CEO Joe Kiani said the system's unique scalability, versatility, advanced connectivity, and broad range of accurate and automated continuous measurements all combine in one wearable device that can quickly and easily deploy anywhere in the hospital, making it a game-changing tool for clinicians everywhere.
0: Cool. Now on to some other news.
1: Novo Nordisk looks to acquire a majority stake in Biocorp for what could be as much as $164.5 million. It's pretty interesting M&A playing the diabetes space between two companies familiar with one another that develop compatible devices.
0: What are some of the financial details of that deal?
1: Novo Nordisk's acquisition of a controlling stake at first would be followed by a mandatory simplified tender offer on all remaining outstanding Biocorp shares. company valued the deal at about $37.38 or €35 per share, representing a total equity value of approximately $164.5 million or €154 million, which according to Novo Nordisk is a premium of almost 20% over BioCorp's closing market price on June 2nd of the end of last week.
0: It sounds like this kind of demonstrates the growing interest of pharmaceutical companies in digital health solutions. I mean, last week we heard about Bayer jumping into digital health as well. How would BioCorp supplement Novo Nordisk's portfolio?
1: Yeah, like I mentioned, the companies are familiar with one another as they've collaborated on the development and commercialization of Malia, which is BioCorp's smart sensor-based insulin pen add-on device. That collaboration has been ongoing since 2021. So Malia already pairs with Novo Nordisk's existing FlexTouch pen for treating people with diabetes as, you know, Novo Nordisk is a massive insulin maker and make their own diabetes technologies as well. But the two companies extended their partnership to the development of Malia for other therapy areas, different versions of the smart add-on device. So you'd imagine that with the pre-existing familiarity they have with one another and already they have plans to move into other therapy areas, Novo Nordisk probably has big plans for for BioCore. Offerings.
0: Definitely. It sounds like it demonstrates their commitment to innovation and the recognition of the potential of digital health in improving patient outcomes and driving long-term value within the healthcare industry and the med tech industry. How optimistic are executives at both companies?
1: Very optimistic, it seems. Uh, Marianne Olholm, the senior vice president of Devices and Delivery Solutions at Novo Nordisk, called the pre-existing collaboration with BioCorp fruitful collaboration over the past couple of years, and Novo Nordisk is hopeful that they can welcome BioCorp and its highly skilled workers to complement its in-house efforts within connected delivery solutions while accelerating ambitions with devices and delivery solutions. Additionally, BioCorp CEO Eric Deserten added that. Potential combination rewards Biocorp's efforts that began five years ago to digitize the treatment and monitoring of chronic patients with the constant aim of easing their daily lives. Desertan added that the teams are enthusiastic about pursuing the public health mission that the two companies would, and it would be intensified by the strength of Novo Nordic's global presence.
0: Now it looks like we have some recall news.
1: Yep. Abiy recalled some Impella 5.5 heart pumps with smart assist devices. The FDA issued notice determining that it's a class one recall, so the most serious kind, because it could result in injury or death.
0: So why is the company recalling the devices?
1: Abimid received customer complaints around the heart pump assist device relating to purge fluid leaking from the purge sidearm of the pump. And if left unresolved, the issue could lead to pump stoppage and loss of therapy. And patients in critical condition could experience further deterioration and worsen conditions if the pump fails, potentially leading to serious injury or death.
0: And how many devices are affected by this recall?
1: Abiumed recalled uh, 466 affected devices that were distributed between September 28th, 2021 and March 6th of this year. The company initiated the recall on April 17th of this year.
0: Obviously, Abiomed's response to the recall serves as a reminder of the rigorous regulatory oversight and continuous monitoring of medical devices. Have there been any complaints related to the device so far?
1: Yep. Abiomed has received 179 complaints, according to the FDA notice. It also reported three injuries. Fortunately, to date, no deaths have been reported in relation to the recall.
0: All right. That's all we have for today. Thanks again for coming on and giving us your insights. It's great to have you back and sharing all your knowledge on MedTech with us.
1: My pleasure. It's great to be back. And as always, you can read more on the Mass Device website and check out our show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast.
0: Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H and Danielle underscore Kirsch on Twitter. Where can the listeners find you, Sean?
1: You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Cooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y.
0: Subscribe to the MasterFize Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us Wednesday for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening.